0: Welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. I'm Taylor.
1: We are going to be recapping the Emmys today. And honestly, it feels like not that many people were watching last night from my... This is strictly me interpreting from lack of Twitter likes... So maybe mm-hmm. it's just a me thing, but it legitimately felt like not that many people were watching.
0: Everyone just hated your tweets. <laughs> I'm mean, Not true. Me too, your tweets but... were very funny, too. So that's actually surprising <laughs> to me. It's weird
1: that it was on a Monday. I think that really yes. messed people up, including yes. myself. But first, before we get into the Emmys, we have lots of exciting TV news. I'll start us off with something that I know both of us are very excited about they are dropping by they I mean FX slash Hulu is dropping Kate Berlant's comedy special um on line on for, for all of us to stream on September 15th and uh this is her special from 2019 which has never been aired before which apparently was also directed by Bo Burnham, so it's a different yeah. special than what she's currently doing. I didn't even know that Bo Burnham directed her other special. So didn't know.
0: I didn't even know this existed. Yeah, very, I'm excited. very excited, and I'm so happy it's on Hulu. It's great. It's really it's amazing. excellent
1: news. I have been so tempted to book a flight to New York just to <gasps> see her current special.
0: Well, if you and do I'm, that, invite me. Okay. We'll have to think about that. We'll expense it to Girl Meets <laughs> Show. <laughs> Tell our accountants. <laughs> Good idea. Okay. They announced the Dancing with the Stars, the newest cast for season 31, <laughs> which, wow. And remember, this is the one that's going to be airing live on Disney+. Plus. So that's pretty interesting. Um, And as usual, there's a lot of people I don't know who they are, but here are the ones I do know. Jordan Sparks, um, Charlie D'Amelio, and her mom, <laughs> which is interesting, especially because I'm like, if I were Charlie, I would be kind of annoyed because she's actually a good dancer. That's like what she does on TikTok. So I know like, nothing she- about Charlie. I've never dabbled
1: into knowing who she is. Like, I've definitely dabbled into Addison Rae, and I know about Addison Rae and her mom. Yes. But never Charlie
0: i know for from them talking about her on who weekly and also i feel like when i was early to tiktok her her tiktoks did get surfed up to me because they just sent me things people like are popular on tiktok and i before yeah until you so i and so i was like who even is she like i i don't know what she does like does she do beauty things or what and then it's like oh she literally she's like when people say oh tiktok's just teens dancing it's her <laughs> so that's what Got she it. does so i feel like she could probably actually do a really good job on this show but now her mom's also on it and i feel like that people are just going to be talking about that little gimmick that they're both on it or something mhm okay anyways um Shangela from drag race is on it and i'm so excited i feel like she could win and so are you going to watch Well, that's kind of the thing I will, I will watch. I don't, I just don't know if I can handle a whole episode. It is just like, it's too much on the corny scale tip from what I've seen, Mm -hmm. but she could maybe, maybe convince me to watch a little bit, just a little bit. Okay. But, um, it's exciting because she's not the first drag queen on any, um, Dancing with the Stars Series ever because in Australia Courtney Act who we have actually seen her drag show, yes we have before, and she was on it. I think she might have won. That will need to be fact checked. I don't know, but she is the first one in America, so pretty cool. And she's very funny and also a really good dancer. So I feel like she could actually win. Um, don't know them. Wayne Brady is another person that I'm excited <laughs> about. I love Wayne Brady. I love. I'm still really jealous Taylor got to see him in Hamilton in Chicago. I did. I'll never forget that. Um my family is a big we're big whose line is it anyway heads? Um <laughs> we love Wayne Brady. I feel like he could probably do really well too. Yeah, I, I can see him doing good. Uh Vinny from Jersey Shores on it. That's funny. Selma Blair. <laughs> Selma Blair, who I'm intrigued. Has she has MS,
1: right? Yes. She got a standing ovation last night at the Emmys.
0: Mm -hmm. And I know she has to use a cane Mm -hmm. now. And um, so I'm really proud of her and she looks very beautiful. Um, So that's very, I'm very intrigued. And those are the only ones I know. Okay, great. Pretty stacked cast though. I was actually kind of surprised and happy for the Dancing with the Stars people that it seemed like their fandom is upset that it's going to be on Disney Plus exclusively now. (laughs) But I was so I I almost was wondering, like, will they kind of get the caliber of celebrities that sometimes they do get? Mm -hmm. And I think they did. So there you go. You'll have to keep us updated because I will not be watching. <laughs> I you know I'm too busy with Survivor to add in a a um mm-hmm. reality show that I don't uh. care that much about. <laughs> but I'll keep you posted. I'll I'll watch the tweets, you know? And the clips. Um, I don't exactly know what
1: this thing is, but I feel like it's worth mentioning. Selena Gomez posted a little teeny tiny trailer. It's like six seconds long, and it's just like of theater seats and like a theater screen and all it says is like want to hear a part of my story a part to my story and then it says my mind and me coming soon to apple tv plus so i don't know what that is is it like a documentary i have no idea my mind and me wow
0: i haven't heard one thing
1: that would be interesting i would like to hear she has a lot of interesting things yeah like she's had lupus she's had she's been famous for so long Singer, actress, mm-hmm. really. Barney. Barney, Justin Bieber. <laughs> got a mm-hmm. lot. Also, her friendship with Demi Lovato and their YouTube channel.
0: The Glory Days, to be honest.
1: And actually, Selena had a pretty good moment at the Emmys yesterday.
0: Yes. I just love
1: her with Martin Short and what's his name? <laughs> Steve. Steve. I do
0: too. I um that was one of probably the funniest jokes I thought. Yeah. Was she was great. like, no paparazzi. <laughs> I think we talked about them doing a criminal a criminal minds reboot. And um which like is neither neither here nor there for me. I never watched Criminal Minds. Um I know people are very passionate about it though, and I'm happy for them. But the funny thing was that I saw this E News tweet a few days ago, and it says "Criminal Minds reboot adds a new dark character ahead of fall premiere." And the picture on the article is a very close shot of uh, Matt Saracen, <laughs> like it's cropped, but it's like a very—it's like only his like mouth to forehead and um, glamour shot—and it is really funny. And, um, I don't know, has, I, I was really enjoying that tweet and, um, Matt Saracen should be in a lot of things and I'm really, it's like, has me a little intrigued. Um, but again, I'm not really invested in criminal minds, but is that the one with Matthew Gray Goobler? Yes. That's yeah. Okay. That's what I know about it as well. It's about criminal okay. minds and Matthew Grey Goobler, <laughs> Which sounds good. I just feel like it, I'm I'm intimidated by starting this that show or whatever and Yeah, but I don't think you can really say that excuse anymore now that you've started Survivor. I was just thinking that, but Survivor seasons are short and I can play it while I'm doing other things, which I do. Yeah, it's true. Um and I feel like this is one of those in the height of TV when it's 25 episodes long. I think there's at least 11 seasons of this. Yeah, that's true. In a reality show, really, like, I can, like, zip through a lot of it. I'm playing my Switch. I'm, like, in the kitchen, like, fixing food or watering plants. And it's just, like, going in the background. It's amazing ambiance, you know? (laughs) That's Survivor that I'm talking about, not Criminal Minds. Um,
1: that was another actually great Emmy's moment. I know I keep like jumping ahead, but apparently the Emmys did a really good job at like relating to all TV uh bits because um Mindy Kaling and B J Novak they did a little bit and talked about like how everybody now has it so easy because they have like eight episode miniseries that. Like, they have to, like, write for, like, a month and film for, like, a couple (laughs) weeks, and then they're done. They were, And then Mindy was like, and so then you didn't fall into really complicated relationships with your coworkers. Because we were writing, like, 30 episodes a year and, like, filming nonstop and didn't have time for other projects. And I was like, why are you guys doing this to us? Just tell us what you are.
0: It's, like, it's honestly past... It's, um... I'm kind of just living my life that they actually, like, are together, kind of. And I'm not freaking out about it. I just feel like... Yeah, it's just, they just like, are, normal. And it's just normal. Because that makes sense in my brain. It makes more sense than yeah. anything else. Especially after yeah. she posted that picture of him holding her daughter. The like, daughter picture really threw me. Yeah.
1: <sighs> I always love talking about news about this show because it's so meta already. But... High School Musical, the musical, the series, is going to be following the main characters as they find out that High School Musical 4 will be filming at East High, and they get to play extras. So it's like so many levels and layers (laughs) of things, and I sent it to Jordan, and I was like, this sounds like an episode of the rehearsal, because it's like so many layers. It does people are thinking that that means some of the original high school musical cast will be featured and sounds pretty exciting for people who still watch that show.
0: Yes. I'm like two seasons behind now, but I still really applaud the show. And I mean, from the, like from the title alone, the show is like, I've really self-aware and like you're saying, like leaning into the, Hyper meta-ness, and I really just love that. It's also funny because, like, now it's become like based on a true story because all the real East High students that were going to East High when they were filming High School Musical One, like, they were extras. And, like, High School Mm -hmm. Musical, not two because two is set in St. George, but, like, well, not it's filmed in St. George, set in New Mexico or wherever they supposedly live, but, like, yeah, like, Oh, some of my friends in college that grew up in Salt Lake, they were like, "Oh yeah, my boyfriend's little brother was on the basketball team in High School Musical Three, or what, and like walked the red carpet and stuff." And now the cast of this show is gonna be that, and it's just like so genius and so funny.
1: It is. It really is. Yeah, I um, lived in the same neighborhood as the coach. It's amazing. So like we would go and like shake his hand and be like, you've touched Zac Efron.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, I know multiple people who are extras. Oh, that's just so funny. (laughs) I've heard that. It's just so like, I was just so jealous when I heard that. And I know like there's so many people grew up in Utah that got to be extras like even just in like other Disney Channel original movies.
1: Yeah, so many. I would, I, yeah, I remember I was at like a, a rec center doing like some sort of summer camp or something, mm-hmm. and they were filming one of them. I think it was the race car one. I can't remember what that's called right off the top of my head.
0: The one with Bree Larson or the one with Frankie Muniz?
1: <laughs> Bree Larson.
0: Oh, cool. Oh, uh, yeah. This is just one of the perks of being a Utah teen. One the one and only. <laughs> the rest is trauma. <laughs> Well, I was going to say, I was going to say like, um, it's like your reward for going through that experience, <laughs> but not everyone yeah. gets to be the extra, you know, something interesting. And this also calls back to Emmy's discussion. I mean, it's funny because Emmy's recap is kind of like TV news anyway. So it's all very fluid here. I feel like. Yeah. Emmy winner. Lee Jung-jae from Squid Game is actually going to now also be a lead in a new Star Wars series. Oh. Which um, I was surprised for him that win for him last night. It's not that I am opposed. I was just very surprised. Didn't expect that. Thought it would be a succession category. But definitely Um, he is a very good actor and that's a great fit. I would love to see him in a Star Wars series.
1: Yeah, that is a really great fit. Um, and I, I liked his speech last night where he said, like, I hope this isn't like the last non-English TV show to be nominated. And I thought that was cool.
0: Yeah, I think um I think I was surprised with some of this, like the Squid Game vid did very well at the Emmys last night. And I wasn't surprised because it wasn't good, but it was just feels like that was a long time ago. So it's not fresh in my brain as um mm-hmm. something that I'm still thinking about all the time. But I was looking at the winners again today and like how, um, the creator won director for the red light, green light episode. And, and I hadn't seen, um, last night when I, cause I was following along on Twitter for 99% of it and I hadn't realized that that was the episode that he won for and I was like that episode really was um amazing, you know. So, but in
1: comparison to Too Much Birthday no, I and know. the finale of Succession, like it is just pretty wild. Of all of but the wins, true. Sh- it was a great episode. Yes.
0: I think for all of the wins, that one um I don't I don't think that episode or sorry, I don't think that emmy should have gone to him but when i realized that was the episode that was directed it it validated it a little bit more i still those succession episodes that were submitted or whatever for consideration to me are unbeatable clearly not i guess but (laughs) but when i saw that episode selection i was like okay that episode really was pretty amazing. but yeah but yeah, excited. so anyway, well, excited for the Star Wars series. It's going to be called uh, The Acolyte. And I don't know anything else, else about it. I don't know when in the Star Wars timeline it's set. I don't really know that what that word means. <laughs> I have no clue. But, um, oh, well, look what happens when you click on the article. You learn more. Um, it also <laughs> is already starring Jodie Turner-Smith and Amanda Steinberg. So that's pretty cool. Hmm. And that's all. Did
1: this come out at the Disney Expo thing? Yeah. D twenty three, which I'd love to yeah, go to thing.
0: sometime in my life.
1: Um, something I had bookmarked is that the crown is likely going to stop production of season six following the death of the Queen. Which I thought was very interesting. Like I don't know if it's because like most of their like production is I know they are, like, everyone there is from, everyone that's involved in the crown is English. Um, And I guess, like, out of respect, but also it's kind of seemed like they make that show without a lot of respect of the family anyway. So I was kind of surprised to see that.
0: I was wondering, like, did the royal family see that and be like, oh, thanks. Yeah, like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah because like they've already been so mad about
1: the show anyway Mm -hmm. so i i don't know
0: yeah i had that same thought i mean i guess it would have felt really weird to go to work that day you know
1: yeah yeah but how long (laughs) to like put out art several articles about halting production that sounds like it'll be a couple weeks at least
0: halting yeah that is yeah it's not a pause it's not like okay we're done for the day (laughs) yeah (laughs) everyone go take a long lunch And it's like, isn't the, when is the next season predicted to drop? Like, a long time, right?
1: And so now. I don't even know. It's so confusing to me now what season we're on and what season they're even
0: talking about. Mm -hmm. And you're even, like, caught up. So for you to be confused, I'm just completely in the dark. Okay, season five, I don't see a release date
1: anywhere. Oh, wow. But season six is the last season that we just talked about last week with that, Mm -hmm. where they cast young will and kate and harry so i guess wow. i didn't even know that they were working on it so actually now this is good news
0: yeah true pretty little liars uh the hbo max new version um was renewed for season two and i have not seen a lot of people talking about season one haven't seen a single thing i was well, amidst, amidst all the hbo max's cancellations plo Original sin holds on. Uh, Bowen Yang
1: had a pretty good joke about the HBO Max uh, missing or er, deleting content. Did I did I finish that thought? Yes. I'm confused where I started and I got lost in my thought. Bowen Yang had a good joke about that. Did yeah. I say that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did.
1: Uh, I love Bowen. What did he say? So I, I didn't hear it. Well, I can't remember the context now, but he was like... Made some joke. He was like trying to replace Keenan as like a backup and <laughs> was making jokes about things and being funny. And there was a joke about how things were disappearing as quickly as HBO Max content.
0: That's funny. And true. I wonder if there were HBO yes. Max execs at the, There probably were in the audience. And probably. they're all like, oh, Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, the whole hacks table, I'm sure. Yeah, true. I was confused because I saw this week that Handmaid's Tale was renewed for his sixth and final season. What? I thought that season five was the final season. Me too. So I was really confused when I saw that.
0: How do you feel about that?
1: I thought, well, I feel a little peeved because I thought this last season, this new season, was going to be the last season. So, oh, well, at least I now for sure have expectations. Yeah. Yeah,
0: what if you finished oh, we'll you watched you watched the <laughs> season finale of season 5 and you're just like it's over? That's how it ends. <laughs> oh man. Wow. I'm happy that you're still loyal to the show. I really am. Thank you. Thank you very much. My last piece of news is that they dropped the a trailer for Knives Out 2. Glass Onion. Well, actually, that's not the real title. The title is Glass Onion, colon, A Knives Out Mystery. Did you watch it? Yeah, but it just like auto played on my list on mute. And I feel like maybe I only half watched it.
1: It was fun to like see their whole cast at TIFF or Venice. I don't know where they were. Um, but I had forgotten how many people were just in that sh- it going to be in the movie. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched the trailer yet, though. Because we all know how we feel about Knives Out and our hesitations. But Mm -hmm. guess we'll see.
0: But it premieres on December 23rd on Netflix.
1: It was fun to have another movie to go see with your family for Mm -hmm. Christmas. So it'll be fun to have a movie to watch with the fam.
0: Yeah, true. And our family always does it Christmas Eve. And nothing drops on Christmas Eve. Only Christmas Day, (laughs) usually. (laughs) So that's something. I'm sure
1: I mean Top Gun will still probably be in the theater probably in we Christmas, love so. Top Gun at our house so probably <laughs> will my last piece of news that was also part of the d23 expo was that they dropped some Mandalorian mm. a new tra- a trailer I think I didn't ever see the trailer like pop up I just saw a bunch of like photos from the trailer So, I haven't watched it yet, but also with a release tentative, like date of February 2023, which seems far away, but we'll be here before we know it. Totally.
0: I did watch the trailer and it was good. (laughs) Really good. Okay, great. Yeah. Made me very excited. That's what we like to hear. Also, I did actually have one more surprise piece of news that I saved specifically to talk to Taylor about. And it was a quote from Brian Cox. Our TV father, (laughs) Logan Roy, where someone had asked him, is Succession going to go beyond season four, the next season coming out? And his quote was, who knows how long it will go on? We don't want it to overstay its welcome like billions. (laughs) (laughs) He literally called out billions? Yes. He's like, that's past its sell-by date. That will not happen with our show. That's the the quote. And I was like, wow, talk about... Pitting two of Taylor's shows against each other.
1: Well, you know what? I mean, I don't disagree with him. I don't watch it anymore yeah. because they killed off the main character in a really weird and bizarre way that didn't make any sense to me. And so I've, I haven't i have been watching the new season anyway. So I like he's, so he's not right. wrong. But yeah. it's pretty savage, really though. funny. Did um, you watch the Succession's uh, acceptance speech, the group, the Jesse Armstrong armstrong's speech when no the show won for best drama last night
0: no i didn't i did see his quote about basically knocking the royal family though yeah that was like the whole speech it was so weird <laughs> um it wasn't just like one line it was like the whole thing oh my no gosh. because well
1: the their time started like as soon as it was announced and they had so many people to get up on stage Oh, and so they yeah. really only had, like, a really short amount of time to
0: even talk. And the show's, and like, ending because it's the last award and stuff. Yeah, it was it?
1: basically just, like, Jesse and Brian kind of riffing about the royal family and how oh my no one voted them into power, but people voted for succession. And so, like, a succession <gasps> is better than the royal family. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. So funny. Oh. Uh.
0: And very interesting, but wow! I mean, I feel like there's something about when British people really go in on a roast situation. Mm-hmm. I feel like no one cuts deeper. It's true. It's true. That's, that's my in, that's my generalization. I like it.
1: Um. Okay. Well, for our Emmy's discussion, we'll kind of be guided by our top three because there we for our top three we decided to just choose top three emmys moments that we want to discuss so jordan what's one of your moments you want to throw out there
0: um one of my moments it's not an award it is um and you know i don't even we don't need to go long about it but i did think it was just so adorable when kel was there with keenan oh that was so amazing. cute. It was so cute. Um, had a huge smile on my face. Kel looked freaking hot. Where, he how, where great. are and you? And I'm like, what is, yeah, what is he up to? I don't so even know. Cool. And part of it too. It's like, that's the kind of thing where you just, you h- just hope that there's not some sort of like bad blood between two people that we grew up as being like iconic best friends. Mm-hmm. And so to see that is just like so amazing. And, um, I can't, I mean, it would, I can't really picture Keenan having beef with anyone like in that way or something, but Mm -hmm. I loved that moment. I thought it was very sweet and awesome. It was very cute. Okay. We haven't talked about this yet though.
1: Our boy, Tom Wamsgans, one supporting actor. (laughs)
0: Wamsgans.
1: And it was so cute and perfect because be real went off as soon as he won. So my be real was me getting to like live <laughs> smile and watching Tom as he accepted his award. And it was just so funny to me because as soon as he started talking, I, I know that he is British, but I like forget. And then even today, a coworker of mine was like, I, can't, I didn't even know. And I was like, haven't you seen, him in Pride and Prejudice, and she had never seen Pride and Prejudice, so that was also a problem. What? But I saw some tweet that, like, comments by celebs, I think, shared that was, like, I love watching the Emmys because I learned that all of my favorite actors are actually British, and <laughs> I thought that was really funny and true. Because that also happened to me with a red carpet interview with Melanie Linsky. I always forget
0: that, is she Australian? New Zealand. New Zealand. New Zealand see I forget and yeah yeah she and Taika go way back because they were always at Sundance together Mm, being New Zealand (laughs) makes a lot of sense yeah um that is my current number two list item as well so I'm I'll maybe I'll pick another another item to replace it with but yeah if you want to that's how important that moment was Actually It was important. I don't want to replace him. I don't want to replace Tom. Because don't do part it. of I really every single person that has anything to do with succession is perfect, deserves an award, is doing the best work out there on television right now. But out of all of those people, Matthew McFadden was the one I wanted to win the most because this season, Tom was just like the most complex and most like foreshadowing happening and also like seeing different sides of tom than we've seen like when he's from when he's stressed about going to prison for the family when he's like sad shiv won't have a baby with him and also basically hates him and then him like having power and like the power shift in the last moments of the season it was like there was just more going on there than even any other character almost which is he's shocking so to say many about games. that show yes. yeah yeah and so like, and like the simple fact, I mean, like that you do forget that he is like that. He also plays Mr. Darcy. And like, that is always shocking to have this one guy being these two iconic roles. But like this season, it just was like, he's just like became Tom. I, I don't know. I just felt like out of everyone, he was the one I wanted most to win. And I'm so happy that he totally. did. Totally. And I, I feel like the Emmys often reward the same people and over and over, even from mm-hmm. one single show. And so I feel like sometimes like the, um, he's not, he's a main character, but he's kind of a side main character in a way since he's not one of the children. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I don't know if he will be rewarded by the Emmys. And so that he was, was like just so awesome. I just so happy.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. I think, I don't think I saw Kieran Culkin Last night. I think he was absent, which I am curious about.
0: Hmm. I wonder if he's like, maybe he's filming something. But they're filming right now. He can't be somewhere else. Yeah. But they're Mm -hmm. all together. So I don't know. Maybe he had COVID or something. For real. Maybe. Okay. Well, that's my number two. So yeah, tell me your number two. Okay, great.
1: My number two, I was really, really, really happy for Gerard Carmichael. Mm. I loved his special so much. I think I've already talked about it on this podcast, but like I really like it really hit me. And so I was really happy that he won. And I also, I wish his speech, he was like so shocked. So it was like really precious and good. But I also wanted him to kind of go into it a little bit more because it sounded like he maybe um had some, uh, unfortunate events that maybe unfolded after his special because in his special he like comes out as gay and it like broke my heart to hear that and I just wanted to give him a hug and hear more about it and also I don't know if I've plugged this already but his movie on the count of three is so good and it's streaming on Hulu so if you are looking for a good movie to watch you should watch that because I really love that movie
0: I didn't realize that that he did that
1: mm-hmm
0: wow and with
1: our boy christopher abbott
0: least appreciated hollywood actor <laughs> truly i feel like um but yeah he directed and acted
1: in it wow wow wow
0: i um it was a very good reminder when he won i was really happy because i've seen so many people talk about how much they love it and it was a good reminder for me that i need to watch mm-hmm. it because i haven't watched it yet and I, it kind of felt good it got pushed way down my list you know and i remember yeah. you loved it and yeah push it back up push it back up my number one is and I think this would be a lot of people's number ones I think it was it was I was watching this and I just couldn't help but just be crying feeling inspired and it was Cheryl Lee Ralph's acceptance for comedy actress I think so many actress and um from her singing, which was amazing. Incredible. And then her speech too. It was just like, oh my gosh, do I need to watch this every morning when I wake up? I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, It was just amazing. She was one of the very most deserved wins of the night. Um, Like I would put her up there with Matthew McFadden winning. Um, Zendaya winning in succession the show winning best drama i was like she is um on abbott elementary which it has like the an, like such a good cast she is an is one of the standouts and so i have really for sure glad that she won
1: yeah it was just she was so shocked and like shook and then for her mm-hmm. to just like immediately be able to like bust out that song and sound incredible like she's on broadway or something yeah i think she was like one of the only people that they didn't play off for time which i was so glad Mm -hmm. um because they probably should have she definitely was over time but uh, (laughs) i was glad they didn't it was so good and special and speaking of being played over for time my number one is why in the world did they hire Zed to do the DJing of the show? We didn't need him. We mm-hmm. didn't. We did not need any of those things. I was so mad. I think like I, I wish I would have been paying attention to it more more at the beginning because I mean immediately the first one of the night I was like what what is this song? I think it was like you had a bad day you take <gasps> it
0: one down. I feel like it was that or something, or it was like, which also like they played that. Did they play that to announce a presenter or like a winner? Cause like someone's coming to the stage. Why would you play? You had this is a bad day. Okay, maybe, that's why maybe I'm se- thinking of the wrong one. Maybe it no, was like something I, about
1: best day or something.
0: I think that you could be right though, because like when I was going back and watching stuff, I was shocked. At, like, cause I'd seen your tweets about like, these are the worst possible songs that they could be playing. Like, this is awful. And it was literally like songs you hear when you're waiting at the dentist. And so, like, you had a bad day. That's the kind of caliber of song. Yeah. That was going to be and that there they was were like playing. a weird
1: cold play song.
0: When oh. Quinta Brunson
1: won, she walked up to a hand clap by Fitz in the Tantrums. And it's just like, she's like so emotional. And it's just like, I can make your hands
0: clap. And that's just like, what? like, like just play like, instrumental music just play yes. instrumental classical music or something like yes like
1: this is like a fancy event people are wearing ball gowns yes like, I think they really tried to like cash it up by like having a DJ and like having the stage be in the middle of the room but it was really awkward because like people were looking at their backs for the whole time, and then also mm-hmm. like the music was just like so informal and so awkward, and also like so outdated. Like mm-hmm. the best song that Zed played was the middle, and it was like only being played to go to commercial. And I was like, why isn't he, he should just be playing the middle for every single winner? Like that would be great. Which if every single which winner got was to it? walk up to. Oh, his song with, with uh, Mary Morris. Morris. Yeah, I don't know if
0: you meant Jimmy Eat World. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Uh,
1: little known fact about me is that song, the middle with Zed and Maren Morris is one of my favorite songs of all time. So like, I would have
0: been fine with that, but well, it's amazing. And oddly, like, that's the only one out of all this that's actually like kind of stayed relevant.
1: Yes. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I forgot about this one, but the other one was shake your booty, shake your booty for Jessie Jesse Rude. Armstrong walking up for succession.
0: I'm just like. These, were these so approved and hello play the theme songs from the show imagine him walking up to the succession theme song duh Zed. that would have been amazing it's also they really funny when you hire like literally a professional dj to be like who like creates music to do like party djing that like off yes. a playlist that is there's there are two different kinds of djs With and so like 10 years old yes Oh, a high school gosh. dance DJ is better. Mm-hmm. IML. Yeah, it was a nightmare. I, when I was watching one of the clips, it was right after Lee Ralph's speech. And it was something I wish I could remember because it really was like along the lines of Shake Your Booty. Mm-hmm. um, And I wish I could remember, but it was something equally embarrassing. Yeah, it was it's like these bad. are emotional moments. And yes, you're playing it. It, it honestly comes across as like condescending. And like belittle? Yeah. I think you said the word belittle, and that's exactly what it's like. Oy. So dumb. It was just I like so weird. I would never
1: say that word. It's too much of a big word for me.
0: I think when you but listen I back, agree with you. When you listen back, I think you'll surprise yourself because I was like, <laughs> I just heard this word.
1: <laughs> <sighs> wow. Anyway, um, thank you for giving me a platform where I could go off about that because it made me so mad. And I felt like it was the worst part of the
0: Emmys and really downgraded it really distracting too like yeah really makes you your eyebrow go up like what well we got through our three moments was there any other things you would want to talk about from the Emmys um I'm glad that Julia won I I mean and that, not for inventing Anna
1: <laughs> not for inventing Anna I mean that one scene specifically from the last season of Ozark like she had to win yeah and I feel the same way about Zendaya winning, mm-hmm. um, I those scenes were just like so iconic and stunning and done so well that like I would have been shocked if they didn't win. So it made sense. But I am totally. always so curious. Like I want to see the voting. Like wh- who got second place and how close was
0: it? Yeah, you know? they should release that after the Emmys every year. I don't need to know. I don't care who voted. I just want to see those stats. Yeah. Like I want to
1: know if Melanie Linsky got second place next to Zendaya. I yeah. really hope she did. And mm-hmm. I think it would be cool to know like
0: who got first, second, third
1: place. You yeah. Know? They don't need
0: to tell us who got dead last. Like we don't need to no. see that. Just show us the no, top. No, no, no. Yeah. That's a really good idea.
1: Bowen and Matt on their podcast, Las Culturistas were like sure that Melanie Linsky was going to get it. So I started kind of believing in it and I, got kind of sad when she didn't but it Mm -hmm. made sense i bet
0: i bet yellow jackets is one of those things where it doesn't really get rewarded the first season but then as it goes on i bet i bet they'll get stuff well that was another joke was like
1: there's a show here that no one even knows how to watch it yellow jackets (laughs) and it was funny because they like panned over to them and juliette lewis was like
0: her face was like what like Shocked that people don't know how to access Showtime. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It was like no offense to you, but Showtime is one of the apps you just get when you get another app. (laughs) Yeah. That's really funny though. The only thing I was just really annoyed that Ted Lasso won Best Comedy. I I think Ted Lasso is a good show. I just don't think it deserved to win over other shows that are actually amazing. I would not call Ted Lasso an amazing show. No offense. I do think it's good. I think it deserves to be nominated for the Emmys. But and there's just like it is just ridiculous that it beat Hacks, Barry, and Abbott Elementary. All three of those. I would have not been upset and I would have totally understood if any three of those won. Um mm-hmm. I think Ted Lasso could beat I like I like. It was a good category. Like, there were a lot of... There were, like, good nominees. But I just think that's ridiculous. I'm sorry. Yeah,
1: especially the second season because it was, like, pretty, like, a, kind of a roller coaster of, like... And, like, had a lull where, like, those other three you just mentioned were, like, spot on the in- every episode and were perfect.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Who Who's to say that someone didn't pay the Academy to get Jason Sudeikis some good press you know he needed it at this
0: exact time so it is a little sus that is extremely true well and similarly actually I I mean we love Brett Goldstein aka Roy Kent but I wish it could have been Anthony Kerrigan aka Soho Hank's time to win me too I really thought it was going to be but so that's kind of sad Um, one, one more thing I wanted to bring up. I wanted to ask you because I don't know how I feel about it. I'm kind of in the middle to quote your favorite song. Um, (laughs) Amanda Seyfried winning. I think she did amazing. I really did like the dropout. I don't know if she's my favorite out of those nominees for that specific category, limited series actress or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, how do you feel about that? Do you think that what by in a way should have been her? I feel like it's always really
1: hard when you have, uh, when you have someone who's playing a real person that really is so different from how they are in real life that mm-hmm. it makes them seem like they are way better actors because they are completely transforming themselves, and it's like very obvious. So, like to me, it made sense that she won because she really did such a good job of fully becoming what's her name Elizabeth Holmes Holmes that took me a long time to remember yeah I don't know why um but like I mean that scene with her dancing and how to love like it is a really iconic memorable scene I honestly mm-hmm. can't and even she was good was in nominated it. in her category I was surprised that she won though
0: I I, I felt
1: like I felt like Oh, understandable that she won, I guess. Yeah.
0: Well, that's the thing. I'm not mad at it. I was just kind of like, I don't really feel anything about this, but when you were just saying what you were saying about like, it makes sense. She won. She transformed herself. That's how I feel about Lily James though. Mm, Yeah, that's true. Actually. And so I, I would have, uh, preferred to see Lily James take it. I think, I don't know. I think she should have been more praised for what she did to be Pamela Anderson but to be fair, I do think more people watched the dropout. I think more people were talking about the dropout than Pam and Tommy. So
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Um, yeah. it was interesting
1: because I felt like um I felt like almost every show like won a little piece here and there. I feel like other than Pam and Tommy didn't get anything. Um oh there was another one I was just thinking of. But like I was surprised, like Dope Sick got some Yeah. And, like, all the other shows, like, there was a variety of winners. It wasn't just, like, one show sweeping everything. So Yeah,
0: that's true. I thought that, that was is interesting. True. I think that's why I wasn't, like, there, there were things I maybe would have changed personally, but I didn't feel, like, completely disappointed by a lot, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, the succession of it all, I was worried, but the fact that they won overall Best Drama i was like okay fine i yeah. can you just can't argue with that. with that
0: yeah no
1: all right who's your crush of the week
0: well if diego luna is involved in the emmys or whatever we're watching i'm gonna have a crush on him makes sense it's like that's, cutie it's like um <laughs> if he has a million fans i'm one of them if he has <laughs> zero fans it means i'm dead <laughs> to parent to shorten that whole long thing um he just looked adorable. He's just the kind of person where, like, you just see him and he's just so cute and precious and also sexy all at the same time, and it's a very dangerous combination.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: although, <laughs> watching the clip back of him and Rosari Dawson presenting, it was very cringy the way they set it up. I was like, why do they need all these stormtroopers? This is embarrassing. Like, I didn't like that at all. Where where I where I started was like the stormtroopers. Are like what's this? It's beautiful, and it was an Emmy, and, uh, and then they they're like, they're in Star Wars. Here they are, and I was like, this is kind of weird. And I like Star Wars, but like, okay, I'm, this is goofy. What well, little it? That was kind
1: of funny because it was like, when did they decide they wanted to do a little intro like that, and when they didn't? Like, was kind of weird. Like Mindy yeah. and BJ didn't get that for like the office,
0: and but like. That could have been really funny, like, you're staging an office on the stage. (laughs) Yeah, it could have been great. It could have been horrible, but it also could have been amazing. That's weird. I wonder, is it, like, is it rude? Did they think people wouldn't know who Diego Luna or Rosario Dawson were if they didn't have this elaborate (laughs) Star Wars thing? Because that's rude. So, I don't know. Uh, I felt very cringy watching that. Intro to them. Especially because it was like this huge um build up for them to present an award. Like they weren't even like the winners. Like it was just goofy. I don't know.
1: Um, they did a very similar intro when Mariska Hargate was presenting with Christopher Maloney. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Oh gosh. and they
1: did a whole bit before that one too. So
0: it wasn't okay. just Star Wars. Okay. That's,
1: that is just goofy. Well, I saw a Vulture article today actually that I bookmarked because I thought it was interesting. And we don't have to go into all this, but they <laughs> were like, it seems like even the Emmys know that there's too much TV. Like, we can't even keep up with all of these great shows. And
0: like, they have to give us like context to these shows that we've seen. And- yeah. That makes sense. It's like, how can we get people. Who haven't watched all these, like every single one of these shows to enjoy the Emmys still or something. Yeah. Hmm. Pandering.
1: Truly. Well, to close out, my crush of the week is Seth Rogen. Mm. I'm just very into his bleach blonde hair. I am yeah. obsessed with it. He looks so hot. And I loved his
0: all white attire. He looks great. He, yeah. Seth Rogen. He's getting to be too hot. Can yeah, it's really unfortunate
1: cuz he used to be the person I would go to where it was like who are you attracted to that no one else is and now he's like mainstream and hot so it kind of sucks for me personally but
0: it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's never I mean you've I've always been attracted to him too, so you've never been the only one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> fine. But well, it is funny cuz now it's like um he has turned into one of those things where it's like something so weird about me is that I think Seth Rogen is hot. And now it's like, Mm -hmm. every duh, he is just hot. And so, and now it's like, Oh, boring, I
1: guess. Yeah. I need to find a new one of those, I guess. But Mm. also a plug first to read Seth Rogen's memoir because it's also so good. I loved it. So I'm a true Seth Rogen fan.
0: Yeah. Just kidding. There you go. All right.
1: There's the Emmys for you. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.